Hello, everybody. Long time since I've done one of these intros, but uh, I just wanted to first off apologize that we didn't have an episode last week. I make some jokes on the podcast about it, about the gambling losses, but uh, what happened was uh, Steve and Benny and I could not figure out a time where two of the three of us could get together. Uh, we're all adults. We don't make money off this podcast, except for when we have sponsorships like our good old friend at Manscaped. Uh, you can know they can they can get us back if they want, uh, or Coors Light that'd be great. But um, we we are doing a this is for free for you guys. So I just wanted to apologize for that. We've missed two weeks this year after not missing any weeks for the first couple of years that we've done this podcast. Um, we're gonna do this episode. We're gonna do we're gonna do the Super Bowl episode. We're gonna do a draft episode next season. We should be back. So just just being completely transparent, we should be back and doing it again every week. And uh, I just wanted to apologize up front that that uh, that we missed last week because it, you really no excuses to miss uh, a playoff week. So with that being said, uh, of course, guess what? Benny's not here for this one, but Steve is, and we talk about a lot of interesting stuff. Of course, we preview the championship games. God, we got Eagles San Francisco, we got Bengals Kansas City. Two amazing matchups, and I cannot, I seriously cannot wait to watch them. Uh, then we also talk about every team that made the playoffs and their trajectory from here. Uh, is it a rebuild? Is it a, you know, we'll be back next year type of, type of scenario? Who's going to be in and out, basically? And then finally, a quick, brief uh, discussion on NBA and the players that rest too much because it's it's killing the league. And a lot of podcasts have talked about this, but it's it's becoming more and more of an issue as star players rest, especially on road games. So we, we touch on that at the end. And yeah, it's a good podcast. It's fun. Good time. Backseat quarterbacks. No Benny, of course, because he's uh, busy doing some nonsense. So uh, yeah, without further ado, here is Steven. Hello, Steven Bruin. The fourth, or are you the fifth? Fifth. You have a V, no I? Yeah, no I, just straight V. What's your opinion on when players do the third or the second? If you're the second, you're a junior. The worst is a senior, obviously. What's your opinion, though, when they uh, when they go deep like that? Uh, Acceptable or no? Like, like it if your dad was not like a well-known professional athlete. If your dad was, then I hate it. Wow. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's and and another opinion on it since I am one. Uh, no seconds. You're not allowed to put you. You're only allowed to put the Roman numeral once you hit threes. Yeah, three is when you're allowed. You can't do junior. Yeah. junior. You got to go the three. Yeah, fifth and so on. Yeah. you can you can you can do put junior on your jersey. I've seen people who put like the Roman numeral too. I don't like that. You yeah, gotta be at least a third. Oh, certain somebody, Pat Mahomes. I mean, yeah. So I think you have to at least be a third. And your dad can't be a professional athlete if you put junior because it makes me hate you. Yeah, I know. I agree. You hate. Uh, you hate. Uh, <laughs> what's it? Who's a Denver? You're cornerback not better than your dad. Really good. Who's a great Denver cornerback right now? Pat Sertan. Yeah. You hate Pat? Well, P- well, no. He gets a pass because he has a cool nickname at least for it. PS Two. That's a cool nickname. Uh, that's a cool. He nickname. he he more goes off that. That's fine. I like that. That's how cool. about no Roman numeral but the number. Can he do PS2? Can he do a two, certain two on the back? Is that allowed? I don't know. Should I don't be. think that's allowed. Should be. Because I think it has to be part of your act. Like, on my birth certificate, there's a Roman numeral V at the end of my last name. 
So, How long of course, is uh, too long? Can you do the eighth, King Henry the eighth? Right, that feels like way too long. What about the? I, what about ten? But the X. But, but, oh my god! Nine, nine would be cool because you'd be IX. I think. I think that. I think that. That's kind of cool. But I, I'm stopping at five. You're stopping. So. Yeah, you've told me that. That's very sad. What would your great 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 grandfather think about this? <laughs> uh, I don't know. How far back? Did, did I get that right? Did I get that right? Uh, mine kind of like skip. So the first one, <laughs> the first team Bruin was like at the he fought in the Civil War, and then like his great great grandson. So like my like the Confederate grandpa, right? yeah, he fought for the fought for the. They <laughs> <laughs> no, fought for the North. Uh, but no, yeah, no. Northern my Earth. my great grandpa, my no great great grandpa was the second, and then he named my his grandson. We got this a third, and then my dad fourth. So it's gone in line from three to five. <laughs> but the one in I get it actually. That's fine. Okay, cool. Um, enough of enough of that chit chat here. <laughs> oh, hello, Steve. As you notice, if you're if you're this far into the podcast, a certain somebody is not here. He's on a date, actually, at an expensive cocktail bar. Uh, Benny, of course, as you may know, loves himself some cocktails. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, cocktail. Yeah, he loves them both. So, uh, switch hitter, actually, good catcher, right? Yeah. yeah. Could have been the next Cal Raleigh. Yep. Uh, sadly, he's not. And instead, he's at an expensive cocktail bar. And, uh, <laughs> and the thing is, here's the thing with Benny, okay? He will be on for the Super Bowl prediction pod because we have time to do that. Um, I have a little business here. I didn't. We didn't do an episode for the divisional round, which is the best week in football. Usually, it was a bad week. But we didn't do the divisional round for one reason and one reason only. I um, I recently experienced uh, homelessness due to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers listening to the Cowboys. <laughs> and uh, I had to set up shop. I'm currently actually recording this at a Starbucks. It's after hours. They're trying to kick me out. I've squatted here for the past two days. So I'm currently in a Spokane Starbucks recording this episode. I brought my mic, everything with me. That's why I sound this crystal clear. But they, they are not happy. So, um, yeah, I've lost my apartment. Uh, I've lost, I've lost everything due to gambling. And, uh, let me tell you, I'm back on the horse. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> some people lose it all. Some people lose it all to win it all. And I'm back to win it all. So, uh, yeah, the bucks screwed me badly. Tom Brady leave that franchise. Never go back. We're not going to talk about the bucks outside of that. Actually we are because the second segment we're going to do after we pick the game series, talk about each team that made the playoffs and the direction from here. And let me tell you, Tampa Bay, the arrow was pointing down, uh, a little little uh preview, huh? So Oof. okay. We have the championship games. Probably the four best teams in football. I mean, the Bills on a good day are up there. Uh of course Tampa Bay is always up there with Tom Brady, but uh, no, for real. I think these are the four best teams. Couple of good matchups, very close point spreads. Uh last week I did not gamble as as I was obviously looking for shelter. Uh but if I would have bet the two biggest bets I was going to do was Jacksonville plus nine and a half backdoor cover. Beautiful, beautiful by the backdoor from Doug backdoor Doug. That's what they call him. And then Bengals money line. There were five and a half. I would have slammed that. And I'm watching that game and I'm just sick to my stomach that uh, I chose to bet the Buccaneers over the Cowboys instead of the Bengals over the bills. So um, here we are again, Starbucks bathroom, but <laughs> Starbucks bathroom, but uh <laughs> Here, here's our matchups. We're going to be quick with this kind of. We're going to give a. I'm. A, I actually have really good. T- I really. I have great takes. Just listen to these. But I have. Uh, uh, I think I have some good analysis for for what I think is going to happen here. 
Um, grain of salt, obviously. I've lost a lot of money gambling on uh, <laughs> all this year. Uh, but anyways, okay. The morning game, afternoon game, brunch game, whatever you want to call it. Lincoln Financial Field, Abe, Honest Abe. San Francisco is two and a half point underdogs against the Philadelphia Eagles, a one versus two matchup. Um, uh, a few things here is McCaffrey is kind of banged up calf sprain, Elijah Mitchell calf sprain. They're both going to play. They both practice today, but that's a, a, something to something to look at. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm taking the Eagles. Um, here's why I think it's strength on strength. And these are the, the two best, Offensive and defensive lines in football. Brock Purdy. It's more so about Brock Purdy than the Eagles. But here's the thing: Brock Purdy has been really good, and I'm I'm not going to try to take discredit him. He's eight and zero or whatever to starter. Not that many mistakes. There's so many bad defenses in the NFL with Kyle Shanahan's offense. You can kind of glide through. This is a real defense, and I think the Eagles have the best defense in football. They have about six or seven pass rushers that can really get to the quarterback at any given play that they swap out. I think Dominican Sue's on this team and he's basically an afterthought, but he comes in. He's a disruptor, a hampered McCaffrey. That's not great to see. And I think that the Eagles offensive line is so dominant that they're going to able, they, they could potentially in some way stifle the Nick Bosa, uh, Eric arms or Eric Armstrong. Jeez. I cannot say that name, uh, pass rush. And, and I think they're going to be effective. The weapons, right. They're pretty even on both sides. Purdy has been trying to turn the ball over the last couple of weeks. And you're kind of you're finally seeing what he is as as Mr. Relevant, right? I think Brock Purdy is a career backup in the NFL. Not not that that's a bad thing. Like he's gonna he was the literal last pick, right? So yeah. he's gonna have even a, making the team that yeah. laid the draft is amazing. He's gonna have a 15 year career in the NFL, but he is not a he is not. I'm, I feel like I might be, be be eating crazy pills, but it's like, I'm looking at Brock Purdy. He's not a great quarterback. He turns his back on the defense. What he's doing is very simple, and I think the Eagles can disrupt that. And if you disrupt the timing, and say they take a one, or uh, sorry, a two-score lead, right? It's 13, 13 to zero or 14-0 or something like that. I need to see Brock Purdy dig himself out of a hole, which I've not seen, and I think that's way harder because you're not be able to uh, go to the line and you know, you kind of expect what's coming, right? They kind of have to throw. And I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. I think he's actually a decent quarterback. It's just there's so much tape on him now. And the 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 the, true, the fact of the matter is the Eagles have an elite roster. And if Jalen Hurts... the back, elite. Yeah, yeah, it's the best roster in football. Second is, is, is San Francisco, and it's pretty close. But the quarterback yeah. position is a difference maker here. Uh, only way I see San Francisco winning this is honestly if they knock out Jalen Hurts and you have Minshew in, and I still think it's a close game. I think I think uh, I'll tell you this: I think the Eagles dominate this game. I think they win it by two scores. So Eagles minus two and a half. I like it. Yeah, like, no offense dude, to Purdy, I, no offense to Shanahan, no offense to the Forty ers fans. Obviously, one of the former uh, co-hosts on this, Tyler Roach, biggest Forty Nine er fan I know. He loves Brock Purdy. Well, you're gonna love Tom Brady when he's suiting up in uh in, in uh yeah, yeah. red and gold next year. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I think if you're if you're the 49ers, sorry, I, I keep cutting you off, but my last thing, if you're the 49ers, you you want to win this game, you want to win the Super Bowl, obviously. But if if losing this game gets you the constellation of Tom Brady, would you rather lose? If the Super Bowl's in the if air, I, yeah, used to winning I, the Super Bowl, 
You don't know if you're going to win that, or you lose and you get Tom Brady. Those are your two options. I mean, I guess you got to go for glory. You don't know if you're going to come back even with Tom Brady. No, you know you're coming back with Tom. But okay, sorry. Steve, give give, give your takes for this game. Yeah, I was at like, the sports card store talking to fucking one of the guys there who's also a Broncos fan. And we just uh, didn't know. I don't. I just think the 49ers can actually game plan better than any other team in the NFL. So I'm not going to count them out, even though they have. I. It's just like it, right now. I think it's like two immovable like objects. Is, is too are good. They, these are the two best teams in football? Yeah. Is it's like are you going to have the best game planner in you know the 49ers going to be able to stop? I think the best offense in the NFL. That's literally like the two like. Two forces coming together for this game. So I think I'm actually going to roll the 49ers. Um, I think they'll be able, that's what I think. I think it's going to be a close game, like how they were able to hold the Cowboys to basically no scoring. If they're able to do that, they win that game. But if, if they don't, obviously, I, I that's really the only thing. It's either the Eagles are going to blow them out or it's going to be a close super game like we just saw. I don't think Brock Purdy is going to be able to handle keeping up with Jalen Hurts. That's literally impossible. I, I think the only person who can do that would be someone they need in the Super Bowl, Joe Burrow. So I <laughs> uh, don't, don't think their offense is going to is going to be able to keep up. So it's really going to lie on the defense. But the Eagles' offensive line, it's kind of insane. That, yeah. that, <laughs> that, that, might, that might that might be one of the best offensive lines that I've seen in a long time. So. And they're a good singing group too, Christmas album. Yeah, that's true. That probably would bring some harm. You know, I think I talked myself into it. I'm actually going to take the Eagles. Well, now. I, I like the Eagles here. I, I mean, you're right. I changed my Shan- mind. But I talked myself into it somehow. Shanahan is a better coach than Sirianni. I think that the personnel on the fronts of the Eagles is just unbelievable. And the and the 49ers are no slouches, but it's like you have legitimately – you have Ndamukong Sue coming in on, on defense every – I don't know what his snap count is, but I feel like I never see him on the field. But he's there, and the offensive line yeah. you have you have um, Lane Johnson playing on torn torn groin, and I thought last week when they played the Giants, I thought the Giants had an opportunity to upset them. Right, we didn't do the podcast, but I I didn't pick the Giants. I would have taken the Giants plus nine and a half or plus eight and a half. Now that that would have lost, but I was like, why is Lane Johnson playing? He has a torn torn groin. Well, he doesn't actually need to play because. They yeah. have such an elite offensive line too, where the backups are good too. I don't know how long this team can this this Eagles team will stay together in the in the current uh, current version that we see, but they they sh- they they are the best roster. And I mean, I would this this sounds blasphemous to say. I think their weakest part, I mean, linebackers. Right, they have two linebackers. They basically play a five two. So, but their DBs are good. Their special teams is good. I think their weakest point is Jalen Hurts, and he's going to finish second in MVP voting. So, and I, I'm serious. Like I, I think Jalen Hurts is 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 good, but I think he is out of the skill sets there on the team. Probably the probably the worst. It's it's a, one of the best rosters ever assembled in football. It's up there, right? It's just so much, especially especially on the on the defensive and offensive line. So, I'm going with the Eagles. I I'm going to bet. I think I am going to bet that. Uh, I'm gonna have to find. I I had to pawn my car off, so I'm gonna have to find uh, a way to the casino. But rest assured, I'll get out there. I might hitchhike. You'll be like the the other degenerates that I see. I've seen get off the bus at the casino. No, I love a good casino it's bus like, ride. Like my boy, what are you what are you doing? Get <laughs> come to the casino. You get to take the bus. I love a good casino bus ride. You gotta love it too. Uh, 
you know when you're on the <laughs> if you're on the casino bus ride, cigarettes are allowed on that bus. And let me tell you, I smoke a pack of them. They have a they have a special cell shuttle for the, <laughs> for the smokers. <laughs> I was in an Uber yesterday, and the guy asked, like, "How long have you been Ubering for?" Right? I do small talk with Ubers, which is always a mistake. Yeah, yeah, the, the go to question. Yeah. He's all two weeks. And I, I could have guessed that because he smoked in his car right before I got in. <laughs> Cigarette mobile. So you got any Marlboro on you? He said two weeks and you said, yeah, I can tell. You smoked before I walked in here. Buddy. Yeah, you just smoked in this bitch. Uh, okay, we're both on the Eagles. Our second matchup of the day is the Bengals are traveling to Kansas City, Missouri, by the way. Kansas City, Missouri. That's some horse shit, Okay. It should be Missouri City Chiefs, but whatever. They travel to the Jeehaw Field at Arrowhead. Uh, that's, I don't even know. I'm going to look this up. What is G-E-H-A? What company is that? By the way, um, this is the second time I've said that. I had to delete something in the previous uh, alliteration because uh, some tasteless jokes were said. Not by me. It was Benny. He texted him in. It's a government employees health association, not for profit. Fed- okay, honestly. I don't think this company should be paying for naming rights. I'm just reading this. So it's a it's a it's a, it's a it's a yeah, it's an the, the jihadist. It's a it's a uh insurance company. Said a joke, bad joke again. <laughs> Let's redo that. I'm just <laughs> keep doing it. Uh no, okay. It's Jaha. It's Geha. Uh, How's it? Yeah. You looked at the pronunciation? It's, yeah. Okay. Pronunciation. <laughs> well, they can play any stadium in the world, right? They can play at the Stadium Azteca. They can play <laughs> at the Bernabo, Bernabu in uh, Madrid. I just butchered that too. They can play <laughs> at Anfield. They can play at, uh, ooh, I'm going to feel like an asshole here. What is, what's Manchester United Stadium called again? Old Trafford. Old Trafford. They can play anywhere in the world. Uh, It's Joe Burrow. The Bengals are going to take this one. Mahomes. God. Every time I start turning on him and saying, you know what? He's a generational quarterback. He does something to piss me off. He's limping around like his leg is going to get amputated after that game against Jacksonville yeah. or during that game. And then he's throwing... Now, his ankle is clearly hurt, right? He was throwing a lot of ducks. But it's like, okay. So when you're doing a handoff, you're hopping. When you're dropping back to pass, you're not hopping. What's this mean? They are going to shoot him up with so much black tar heroin that he is not going to know where he is on Sunday. <laughs> I honestly just said black tar heroin. I did not mean to say that. I have drank a lot of beers. I meant to say Tordal. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, that, was, that was actually an honest mistake that I realized after I said that he should also probably take some black tar heroin as well but he is going to be on so many pain <laughs> that was bad that's a that's a terrible uh, if I was on a TV show if I was like I'm part of the interruption or something, <laughs> I think I'd get black tar heroin uh, they'd be like wait what are you talking about so that was honestly an honest mistake I uh, I do not know what happened. Was I drugged tonight? I did just concuss myself with Lululemon, so maybe that's what's happening. Here. Yeah, uh, that's what it is. My second concussion in eight days. I'm like two a Viola. 
Uh, well, what, what, yeah, that's not good. Well, actually, you know what? That is truthful. He did have two concussions in yeah. eight days. So it's not actually a bad joke. And it's not a joke. You know, maybe you shouldn't play football anymore. Uh, I'm going to take the Bengals to win this game. Joe Burrow, best quarterback in football. Here's the thing. You have all these people out there being like, look at the stats. Look at the stats. Look at the stats. I hate that. Because they did the same shit with Brady. And Burrow's the closest to Brady, besides Mac Jones, that I've ever seen. And uh, just so you know, I whispered under my breath that that name. Uh, that I've ever seen. And I love Tom Brady, obviously. I think I might be his biggest fan in the world. I actually have tickets to 80 for Brady opening night for showing. Uh, and second night. And third night. I'm trying to, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm trying to be like the guy that went to Captain Marvel uh, 350 times. And uh, finally got to see it with, yeah. with Mrs. Marvel yeah. herself. If oh, I can see 80 for Brady with Tom Brady, let me just tell you. You got to see it 80 times. I'm going to see it 80 times. I've got tickets for the first three days. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not actually kidding about that. <laughs> I, I'm going to be the only person in the theater. Uh, here's a good movie, though. Jane Fonda is still at it. But as a Brady fan, a Brady lover, a Brady uh, stan, fanboy, all, all the terms that you can think of. Brady Sultan. Yeah, if if Tom Brady came out of uh at a press conference that I found I found some gold tablets, I would follow his religion. I really Little Justice, Justice Smith action. Yeah, Thomas Edward Brady, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. He doesn't do the second, by the way. Where's the junior on the back of his name? You know what? That's why I love Tom Brady. Also, I didn't even think about that. That's another angle why I like him. Yeah. Um. But you have so realistically, what, what's happening here is is I think Burrow is, you know, Joe Burrow reminds me of pre ACL tear Tom Brady, and this is a long time ago, right? Two thousand seven was was the final year before he tore his ACL. He actually can move now. He's not fast, but his pocket elusiveness was like Joe Burrow's. I think Joe Burrow does it at a little higher level because of how uh, athletes have developed, but it was the sa- same type of thing. And after the ACL tear, Brady became a lot slower. He still has great pocket mobility, but it was in a different way, right? He's not really moving outside the pocket. And as age has came to Tom, and now he's 45, of course, now it's a lot less. But Burrow reminds me of that. I love Joe Burrow. I think he's an amazing quarterback, like enough, like obviously. But the thing is, everybody's like Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, and Burrow had great stats. But Mahomes, Mahomes had better stats, but it's like, this is the exact same shit people did with Tom Brady when it was Peyton Manning, when Peyton Manning had those big years. And the thing is, I want a winner. And we're going to talk about – and pa- Patrick Mahomes is a winner. I'm not, I'm not arguing that he isn't, but it's like this is his fifth straight AFC championship game. If they lose this game, he's now got one Super Bowl. He's going to be 28 next year. 28's not old, but, you know, these are golden opportunities that he's just he's squandering. And maybe you're like, well, Andy Reid. Yeah, maybe Andy Reid should be on the hot seat if they lose this game. They won't fire him, obviously, but it's like you are a habitual playoff choker. They should have lost against the 49ers in that Super Bowl a couple years ago. They got absolutely killed by the Bucs, and that Bucs team um, wasn't great. They were giving up 20 points to the corpse of Drew Brees. They were getting – they were Aaron Rodgers, the person that I talk so much shit about on this podcast, threw for 350 yards against them three weeks earlier. Mahomes played bad in that Super Bowl. Andy Reid called a bad Super Bowl. They were not prepared, and it's it's 
it's getting like they have the one ring, which is great. If you're a generational quarterback, you need to, to me. If you want to ever say you're a top five guy, you need to. And I mean, Peyton Manning, obviously the top five guy, his second Super Bowl, that is what elevates him in there, even though he sucked that year, obviously. You know what I'm saying? But it's like Mahomes, he will get a second Super Bowl. He's 27. But it's like, it's this same song and dance the last couple of years where it's like, you know, this, whose fault is it that they're losing these games? Because it falls on coach or quarterback every game. And maybe that's not fair, but it is what it is. And so I'm taking the Bengals here. I think they're a better team. Mahomes, Mahomes is hurt. I don't know the, 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 how much of the injury will have an effect, but I think the Bengals are a better team. And the Chiefs secondary is bad. They have a good pass rush, but I think that uh, Burrow has, you know, two number ones and a legitimate number two receiver to throw to. And Hayden Hurst is good too. And the defense, well coached, uh, stays within themselves. And I'm going to tell you right now, 100% certainty, the Bengals are going to hit Mahomes. Jacksonville, after they rolled up on his ankle, didn't touch up, touch him the rest of the game. Sa- uh, I'm going to tell you right now, Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, they're going to come after that motherfucker and they're going to hit him. Okay. Which is what you're supposed to do. What Jacksonville yeah. did this week is is honestly you you gotta you gotta investigate them for game throwing. How do you not touch him the rest of the game? Take 15 yards. I'm not saying do bounty gate, but it's like hit him. Don't just let him stand in the pocket, toss it, and limp away. Give him a nice little blast. But yeah, I have the Bengals. Joey B. Joey yeah. smokes. Joey freaking smokes. Yeah, Jarrell's probably. I don't like Russell Wilson that much. So, yeah, Joe Burrow's my favorite quarterback in the whole NFL. Uh, where's my oh. favorite number? I love that yep. number. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Uh, I know they beat them a lot, but that's really shouldn't be a talking point because no. that's exactly what people say. And then people go into the game and they get fucking killed. But I, I think Joe Burrow is going to dice up the secondary. I the, It's going to go insane. It's just can the Bengals contain Travis Kelsey? The answer is no. No one can. He's the best tight end in the league. But I I think they'll be able to do enough to outscore this. I hope this is the game. We think it's going to be a fun, high-scoring game. But I'm going to go with the Bengals. Uh, I'd love to see a Bengals-Eagles Super Bowl matchup. I, mean, I think that's my preferred matchup. Plus 250. <laughs> Might as well bet that. Yeah, You already know I am, but it's... <laughs> It's not going to be fun either. When one of the, when the when the Eagles lose the first game, it's just going to make me not even. I would prefer that. I would prefer that. I would, I would hate to send the away for the second one. And no, hit. and then the second one doesn't hit. If a if a, a parlor is going to lose, I want to lose. You know, at least double lose. Two years Don't ago, I had a twenty-five to one ticket on Bucks Bills Super Bowl, and the Bills went out to like a 14-0 lead against the Chiefs. And yeah, you're like, oh, I could have hedged that. Is... And I was like, maybe I should hedge this. And I was like, no, why would I do that? The Bills are going to win. Well, I didn't hedge it. So I remember you, I remember you saying that. Actually. I think it was 25 to 1. It was something like that. It was at, before the playoffs started. So you had the, the Bucks going on the road every game. And then the Bills were the three seed. I don't know. I think the three seed. Um, But anyways. uh, Yeah, I. I don't know if the past matters in this matchup. I know for a fact last year does not matter, right? I don't think last year matters really much at all. Like this uh, Chiefs team doesn't have Tyreek Hill anymore, right? That's a pretty huge loss. But 
they have a lot of different personnel on offense and defense. They drafted well. Um, I would say this, what Kelsey did against Jacksonville, that was kind of to be expected. Jacksonville was 30th in DVOA against tight ends. The Bills and the Bengals were first and fifth. So they both match up better against Kelsey than what Jacksonville did. Jacksonville didn't even try to guard him. Like it's insane to me that they didn't, but I think that I think that has to be the focus point if you're the defense. And I'm not acting like I'm a I'm a I'm a defensive guru, right? But if you're and I'm not saying like it's easy, right? Just don't let him catch balls. Obviously, it's not a it's not a strategy, but it's like you have to hone in on him, especially if Mahomes is hampered in any way. You cannot let him just nickel and dime down the field with Kelsey wide open in the flat or wide open on a curl route. You have to you have to double him. You have to really make things hard. Bump him at the line. Make him beat you with Juju Smith Schuster, with uh Valdez Scantling, with uh Tony, with the running back. Make him beat you with that group, not with Kelsey. And uh I do think that the Bengals will be prepared for this. I b- I believe in them a lot more than than um honestly any other team. If the Bills would have beat the Bengals, I would have said the Chiefs are winning this game easily because I don't I don't trust the Bills secondary whatsoever, especially when uh I mean this game was kind of over at that point, but where they where Poy- Poyer uh, hit Tredavious White in the head when he was trying to cheap shot T. Higgins, when both of them basically concussed themselves out. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to play this week if they were healthy, right? Or they wouldn't be healthy. So it's like now you're looking at a legit raggedy uh, secondary against Mahomes. So, yeah, I'm happy the Bengals won. These are the these are the four best teams. I'm excited. This is going to be a fun weekend. I hope. I hope these games are close. Um, if I, even if, even if I bet, I want them, I want them to be fun games because the divisional round was pretty boring. Right. Uh, yeah. In all, in all seriousness. So what we're going to do now real quick is we're going to go through the NFL playoffs and teams that are out. Basically, what are the, what, what's their pathway going forward? And this will be the final, final thing here. And then, then we'll probably bet adieu, um, unless anything else is, is, uh, is needed to be talked about. So, Okay. Let's start with the do 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 where um okay sorry I should have brought this up earlier I need to accept cookies you know cookies why doesn't it just automatically accept them because if I don't accept them I can't actually look at this look at the thing you know yeah why can't I just accept cookies okay here we go. We're going to go AFC first. So here's the teams that we're going to go bottom up because they're all limited. Okay, the Dolphins. Dolphins finished 9-8. and eight. Tua Tagovailoa had, geez, I honestly think three or four concussions this year. Um, At the minimum. Yeah. They're coming into this saying, hey, we're going we're gonna to rely on him as quarterback. I do not believe that one bit. They're going to go all in for Tom Brady if they can get him which would be smart. I've seen people out there being like, why would they want Tom Brady? I don't know. Why do they only win nine games and not 12? Is it because their quarterback was injured? Like, I don't know. Why do uh, people look for God? Because, you know, he has the answers, maybe. Yeah. You bring in Tom Brady to this team. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, right? That's, but it's like, if you're the, the best ability is availability. Everybody says that, but it's true. Yeah. And, And there's only two people. In any sport right now that can give you that. It's LeBron James yeah. and Tom Brady yeah. that are old. Yeah. And Tua's concussion thing, he is I he's gonna play football again, but he's one concussion from like seriously considering being out of the league. Cause 
what's happening is going to be irreversible damage at some point now. And it's also a terrible PR thing for the NFL that a quarterback on a team that's popular, he's a popular player, keeps keeps getting concussed. I mean, if he was a rant, I mean, the, 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 the bill center has had six concussions. Okay. And he's still playing, but nobody knows who yeah. Mitch Morse is. I don't even know who nope. he was. And I like, I love football. Everybody knows starting quarterbacks and the fact that he keeps getting jacked up to the point where, um, you know, it's getting very serious. You have to explore that option if you're, if you're, if you're Miami. And I think that's where Miami would go. It would be Brady. Uh, I have no idea if they, if they plan, like what their plans are. I know Brady's going to explore everything, but, and there's a video of Brady at a Miami school, private school with his kids that uh, just happened. But yeah. All things considered, that's not a huge deal because his his wife. Yeah, maybe it's the best. Yeah, maybe it's the best school. And people will probably rather live in Miami most of the time than Tampa Bay. But I don't know. I've never been to Florida. I don't know which one's better. That's my Miami take. I think their only pathway to being a a bigger contender is there's two. I mean, actually, not only there's two. Two either stays healthy, and they continue to develop a run a better run game uh, with two of their. Or you go for Brady, or one of those other quarterbacks. I mean, you could you could you can argue Rodgers. You could do Derek Carr. You could say that, but I mean, like, I don't think Derek. Well, yeah, I would say Derek Carr is not going to make this team go over that go over the hump. So I think it's like Rodgers or Brady, and I I don't see any any information out there that says Rodgers would consider this. So yeah, that's my Dolphins. What what do you say? Yeah, I'd probably I'd probably do the same. I mean, because they arguably have a top three receiving core in yeah. the NFL. Uh, you can put them one through three. I, I can see argument for any of those. But uh, yep. yeah, yeah, I I probably put Bengals first. But yeah, they yeah. they have good good defense. They have pretty good. They, the offensive line needs a little bit of work, but it's still not even that bad. It's probably still like top, you know, ten. But I wouldn't say top ten, but yeah. it, it's not. It's not a. It's a. It's not a bottom five. You know, it's like a mediocre group. Yeah. Yeah, good especially with Tom Brady too, it's probably probably could work that offense. You you draft anyways. also around that. Yeah, exactly. You could just there's plenty. Of, this this class is actually pretty good for. There's a couple guys that I think will fall. That would have probably been like a top ten pick last year. Are going to fall out of that because there's so many good defensive line people and quarterbacks yep. are going to fly off the board for no reason. Yep. But yeah, so I I think they just need a quarterback and yeah, I don't. I don't know anyone that's more of an upgrade than Tua than Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. Like, I, yeah. I don't think Derek Carr is not better than Tua. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it's, uh, I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think there's anyone I'd rather have right now. Like, they would be available, obviously. So, yeah, give me, you, you're going to need Tom Brady or figure out how better Tua can get over the next season, which he still has time because Josh Allen was pretty bad his first, like, few years and he still does some crazy stuff but to it doesn't have the advantage of being seven feet tall and almost 300 pounds yeah that's another thing though also like we're going to talk about the bills in a sec but i think that i think a lot of these teams have a lot of the same problems so like i know i can tell you almost factually uh in my in my in my genius opinioned brain that i can i can guarantee you right now joe burrow will be good in 10 years like I, I mm-hmm. unless 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 crazy things happen to where like he gets his yeah. knees taken out multiple times, but it's like I could tell you right now his game will translate well. Now this sounds probably like 
an anti-athletic type thing. But like what I see from Burrow is he can move decent, but he doesn't rely on it. What I and Tua is the same way. The problem with Tua is that is is honestly the concussions, right? And he doesn't have that strong of an arm. And I I I can't guarantee, but the fact that he keeps getting them is the is the issue, right? He's a smaller guy, also. It's my my same problem with Bryce Young. Like I think Bryce Young is one of the most talented players coming into the NFL in a very long time. Like he is, yeah. he it, it, it's Kyler Murray, it's it's Bryce Young, it's that type of quarterback where it's like this they can move, they have monster arms, uh, they're very yeah. accurate, but the problem is they're small, and two is a little smaller guy, and it's. In in society is not small, right? Being six two two twenty is is your your uh your brick house, but it's yeah. like yeah yeah you walk into the grocery store yeah you're, you're one of the bigger dude. guys there yeah 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 if not the biggest person there <laughs> yeah but in the NFL yeah you're you're a little undersized and and the issue is he keeps getting slammed to where I don't know if it's teachable not to like I really don't so that that's the issue with Miami um. Real quick, I want to just I I'm obviously I'm a New England Patriots fan. Uh, I cried tears of joy when they signed Bill O'Brien to be their offensive coordinator. Um, this isn't a playoff team, so sorry, I'm verging off the track. Not playoff Bill, team. Bill O'Brien back. Hey, we'll see what Mac Jones actually is. Trade for here's what I do: trade for DeAndre Hopkins and draft Jordan Addison and give him the Joe Burrow's receiving core, basically, and let's see what Mac Jones is. And if he sucks, then he sucks. If he's not good, then he's not good. Let's just do that. And bye-bye, Matt Patricia, you terrorist. Okay. I just look, I'm just i looking at the standings, and the Patriots are right below the Dolphins here. So <laughs> I just wanted to say that. The Ravens. Okay. Here, I wrote this actually on a Reddit board. Here's my here's my Ravens my Ravens take. I'm going to read it. I forgot they even made the, the playoffs. Yeah. Here's my Ravens take. And people went on there and disagreed. So I listened to the Dan Lebitard podcast, one of my favorite podcasts. Um. Here's my comment. I said, so this they basically said this. They're like, oh, Lamar, he's giving up. If he doesn't play, he's giving up, you know, potentially $250 million if he tears his knee up, except all this bullshit. Here's what I said. Listening to yesterday's postgame show, and Dan is so clueless, Lamar could have torn his knee up, and he's still getting his contract. He's going to get what he's going to get. He's not Tony Pollard. They brought up Tony Pollard getting hurt right before free agency. He deserves a ton of criticism for going on a, 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 a pseudo strike because the Ravens didn't give him a long-term deal before the season. I'm pro player, but what Lamar did does deserve a ton of criticism. And everybody is like, no, no, no. Like he was hurt. He shouldn't play. Everybody says you could have played there and you don't get unlimited strikes at a Super Bowl run. It's not a, it's not a guaranteed thing that next year they're going to be there. It's not easy to make the playoffs every year. And I mean, what the Chiefs have done, what the Patriots used to do, what Brady's done, Rodgers has done, what getting to the playoffs every year is not a guarantee. It's not easy. And the fact that he could have played and chose not to and probably ended up being the reason they lost because of the Tyler Hundley fumble. I mean, okay. So they're gonna re- they're gonna re-sign Lamar. That's the all indications are saying that they fired Greg Roman. Which, okay, I mean, Lamar is such a dynamic athlete, and he's basically the evolution of Michael Vick that can also throw, right? Like he is faster, yeah. he's more elusive, he runs better, he finds better holes, he has a monster arm, he's a lot more accurate. 
But the Ravens aren't ever going to win with him. And his game will not evolve well. Now, he's going to get the $250 million deal. My basic point was, if he plays in this game and say his ACL gets taken out, he's getting that same deal. Like, if not the Ravens, another team will pay that. It's obvious. There's so many quarterback needy teams in the NFL that it's like, oh, Lamar Jackson, former MVP, one of the best pa- one of the best quarterbacks in football. I think even if you even if you I'm not a huge Lamar fan. He's a top ten quarterback. I don't know no, if you can Yeah, I don't know if you can like in, in your right mind act like he's not there. Um so yeah, a top ten quarterback hitting the market, coming off an injury, and it's a terrible comparison. But Deshaun Watson tore up his knee. He has 30 sexual assault allegations against him, and he got $250 million guaranteed. And he sat out a season. Lamar's 25 years old. He could have played that game, and he probably would not have torn up his knee, right? I think odds are very against that. What What's the percentage of quarterbacks that tear their ACL in any given game, right? So yeah. it's not like it's not like it's – Hey, Lamar, play, destroy your leg, or don't play and stay healthy. It's not it's not a it's not a yeah, binary it, choice. It's like yeah. there's a small percentage chance he gets terrible damage. Uh and that also is the same next season, week one. You know? It's not like Yeah, not, yeah the, the the odds don't change just because you are slightly rested. It's, it depends on the tackle and what's yeah, going and on so, in the play. The Ravens are gonna run it back. I honestly don't know if um I don't know. I really have no idea how to how to view. And that's that such a hard uh, division too. Like I, the Steelers yeah. are like a, a real quarterback away, and maybe a couple pieces where they could be a, play, a, a a continual playoff team. The Browns are. You saw what they did with once Deshaun came back, and you just got to get back ready for football, and then there could be a potential playoff team. All four mm-hmm. of those teams can't. All four of those teams can't. Yeah, I think the Bengals don't need any introduction, but <laughs> the I, I those are four. Those are four teams that could like legitimately do playoff pushes for the next 10 years. So it's like, yep. it's not a guarantee. Like the Bengals <laughs> might own that for the next 10 years. So it's like, what you you might get one of the three wildcard spots, but if there's other better teams and you lose to the Bengals twice and that counts you out. So, okay, let's, if we do that, right. The Bengals, let's just, let's just project them to win the division next year. Okay. Here's the teams. And I don't think any of these teams are falling out, right? Kansas city will be there. Buffalo will be there. Yeah. Jacksonville, like, let's, we're going to talk about Jacksonville. Yeah. We're going to talk about Jacksonville in a sec. Jacksonville, is on the up and up. The Chargers are on the up and up. The Dolphins are probably going to be there. So, okay. The Ravens. Here's who you got below them. Pittsburgh, probably going to be better next year. New England, 100% will be better next year. Uh, I, again, I'm not I'm not saying they're a Super Bowl team, but it's like they will be better. The Jets, they're a quarterback away. They were 7-10. and 10. They they are going to get a quarterback this offseason. They'll be there. Tennessee, that is a potential Brady spot too that has been floated. They'll be better. Cleveland, like you said, the Raiders, another potential Brady spot. Denver will not be five and twelve next year. No, they could. And then, and then you do, then you do Colts, Texans. I don't think the Colts, Texans are good. But that I literally just named the entire conference. Right? It's a super yeah. strong conference. And yeah, that's I what I'm really, saying though. I don't think yeah, I don't think it's, right. it's easy as people make it seem. No, We're and, not a guaranteed and, playoff spot. Lamar shouldn't. I'm not. I I'm not like I don't listen. It's. I'm not advocating for her players to play against these legit mutant human beings, but it's like what Lamar did was he could have played and he chose not to because he, he doesn't want to risk knocking in the big contract, which I get it. 250 million is a lot of money, but it was there no matter what. And everybody was commenting back saying, no, you don't know this. You don't know this. It's like, I can promise you right now if Lamar towards ACL, 
guess what? The Colts will line up the Brinks truck for him. Yeah, someone's paying him Tennessee two hundred fifty million dollars. Come on, yeah, it's like someone's someone's paying him. And by the the way, that contract will not be a good contract either. And even if he's healthy and great, it's the again. I would pay three players fifty million a year, and those three players are Pat Mahomes, obviously Joe Burrow, and Trevor Lawrence. Those are the three. Herbert's up there, but. Do it in the yeah, Herbert game. and Josh Allen, they're there. But I think Josh Allen's game is going to age like milk. He's Cam Newton 2.0 to where it's like one injury away from where he's not moving like he does, and his greatest thing is movement. So yeah. I'm I'm I would still be worried about Josh Allen, but yeah, obviously like he's super talented. Jalen Hurts is yeah. super talented, but it's like yeah, Joe Burrow's game is very similar to just basically Aaron Rodgers, where he can get away yeah. if he needs to, but he isn't going out there seeking big hits like a Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson. Yeah, so it's like. Brady, Mahomes, Rogers, Burrow, uh, that group, and there's a few more players that I'm not that I'm not I'm forgetting, but it's like you know that they're either elusive, they have pocket elusiveness, but they are not reliant on speed, they're not reliant on <laughs> you know backyard football plays. Mahomes is the most out of all of them, but even then, like. He's he's best when he's doing you know three step five step drops step drops and yeah so it's like those are the ones where I'm confident in because I, with Josh Allen it's like so much of his his so much of his abilities are relying upon the athleticism part of his game and that's one hit away from from going kaput and so uh, yeah I I I mean obviously he got his contract already and it's a good contract it's not like it's not like the the bills are regretting it but it's like I don't yeah. know I don't I don't know I don't know the the shelf life of the career same with Lamar and again Lamar one of Lamar is one of the most fun football players to ever watch because the things he does is just unbelievable but it's like how long is this going to go but they're going to re- they're going to run it back so okay that's the Ravens Chargers real quick uh we'll go quick on the Chargers uh new coach they did not do that so uh this team is probably destined to be the same as they were this year yeah because I mean, next yeah. to the eagles the roster i think they have a top like four roster in and the league. league roster and uh yeah losing that game but they do they have that every year though i swear there's so many people in the world that's all like yeah justin herbert's better than burrow no he's not he's not he's not there's some like, people that still say that i could see watch like football just watch the games people- People were saying that in the beginning of the season, like before games even started, and I was like, that doesn't make sense to me. And people are still saying that. That still makes zero sense. I don't know. Do they watch Bengals games? They're nationally televised every 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 few weeks. Would you... I just want people to watch actually I just want people to watch the games and be like, Herbert is such a good explosive athlete in terms of, he's he's like Josh Allen. Like his arm strength is so good, but the decision making is not it's the same shit in college too. And I know college isn't translated to the NFL, but those Oregon teams were so talented with him and he was great, but he was so, he was so, I don't know, like in big moments he, he choked and I'm not saying he's going to continue this. And I think he's phenomenal again, but you know who he reminds me of a lot of there's two quarterbacks. He reminds me a lot of Jay Cutler and Matt Stafford physically gifted Matt, great quarterbacks who actually big arms. Yeah, big arms, great. He's great, but it's like in big moments, it's a failure, and you're not going to win games. And now I'm not. I think he is better than both of them. And Stafford obviously won a Super Bowl. Jay Cutler, 
played the played the, he Jake Cutler played uh NFC Championship game on a torn ACL. So I'm not trying to trying to talk shit about either of them. But it's like, come on, like before we say Herbert is gonna run the NFL, let's actually see him win something first. And it's it's the thing where like obviously when this podcast started, the first season of this podcast was when Mahomes won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I think so. It, it was, yeah, yeah. And people started saying, well, yeah, they're going to win six or seven. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Don't crown a team until they actually do stuff. But guess what? My hatred for Mahomes has has dropped a lot in large part due to uh, his wife and his brother not being as uh, as online as they used to be, which is a great call from from either that his PR agent or him himself, but also because guess what? He is great. He's won something. He's phenomenal. He deserves to actually, he's a generational quarterback and people are forcing Herbert, forcing Josh Allen, forcing these people into that type of group when they've not won anything. And it's like, I'm not saying winning is the only thing that matters, but it's like to actually be something in terms of, in terms of where they're being ranked, Come on, you got to do something. So that that's my charge. Chargers, I have no clue. They're a cheap owner. Yeah. They're unwilling. At to, it, yeah. It, at least make a Super Bowl. At, at least, least win Burrow a playoff game. At least win a playoff yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. Win a playoff game that was 100% winnable. Yeah. I think the Jaguars were like plus 20,000 or some shit when they were down 27-0. I wish I would put my life savings on that. Well, yeah, me kill, kill, kill myself or win this bet. No, I mean it's the thing. I'm, what they're gonna do next year is gonna be the same same song and dance with them. It's gonna be uh, Chargers will win ten games, eleven games. They play close games. Brand Silly's not a good head coach, and they're too cheap to fire him and hire somebody else to have to pay two two salaries like their their owner is choosing not to. So um, we'll talk about the Chargers in a couple years. Basically, that's what that means. Uh, we move up here. Okay, there's two more teams in the AFC. Jacksonville. Um, Jacksonville is adding Calvin Ridley next year. I think Doug Peterson's an elite coach. I, I, like, I it's hard to say. Like, the Eagles made a mistake firing him because they're because pro- we just both picked them to make the Super Bowl and probably win it. But it's like Doug Peterson's a great coach, you know. And uh, and this Jacksonville team, they get Calvin Ridley next year. That's huge. Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, um, Evan Ingram, Tyler Etienne. That's a great squad. And Trevor Lawrence, I mean, really what this all says, this Jaguar season, what it says to me is the worst coach in NFL history is Urban Meyer. That's what that says to me. So uh, Jacksonville will be back next year. They play what we just said about Baltimore in that division. The AFC South is is – ultimate crap right tennessee is on a rebuild indianapolis won four games houston won three games so you basically are gonna say yeah jacksonville's over under next year is gonna probably be nine and a half or ten and a half i like the overs there a slight possibility to be the one seed is what i'd say for jacksonville i'm a big fan um i really think that i really think that their arrow is pointing up and it's crazy because last season at this time we were talking about uh, Trevor Lawrence, and I was like, Mac Jones is so much better, and he was. But 
Trevor had to deal with Urban Meyer. And I still love Mac Jones, but it's like, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is the guy. He's amazing. What say you? Yeah, I just the team's good. They just I mean Cal Ridley, that's good. Hopefully he doesn't lose again. His bets and freak out and tell people about him. But oh. <laughs> uh yeah, no, I this team's good. I, I don't really know what they exactly need. They probably need a little bit of kind of everything, just a couple extra players, but they have an owner who actually wants to spend money. So he's willing to drop money on players that aren't worth it. So I think that's good, though. You got to kind of build that team so people actually kind of might want to go to Jacksonville. So I think they're in the right direction. I still think they're probably two years out, though, from winning it all. Yeah. They have a chance to win it all. But Trevor Lawrence is that guy. Yeah. I mean, you don't get it wrong when you're like, this is the greatest prospect since since Luck, since Peyton, since Elway, right? That's You are a camp miss guy. And Trevor Lawrence is, I guess, I don't think you could say lived up to it, but it's like, he was great this year. And he will be, He, I think, again, um, he doesn't rely. I mean, I don't know. This comes off as like, as like, you know, anti-athletic quarterback, but that's not what I'm saying. It's like, I think running the ball is great, but it is how much you rely on the movability. And Trevor Lawrence doesn't really rely on that. So, I mean, I think his game will progress well. And uh, yeah, Jacksonville might. (laughs) What's crazy is in the NFL, unlike NBA or MLB, it's like, so Trevor Lawrence is going to be the Jacksonville quarterback for the next 15 years. He might be one of the biggest, or uh, Mahomes, right? Mahomes is the Chiefs quarterback for the next 15 years. Mahomes is Steph Curry, you know? It's like, yeah. but instead of living in, in Golden in, in San Francisco and the Bay Area and like an elitist coast, he's playing in Kansas City. He lives in Missouri. It's like, and the NFL is funny about that because it's like, Tom Brady lives in Tampa Bay, Florida. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, this is not... And like you have Josh Allen in Buffalo, <laughs> it's just it's just funny because like the NBA or the MLB even right. If you're good in the MLB, I guess Philly is one of the places. But realistically, it's it's pretty much New York, Los Angeles. In the NBA, it's it's pretty much outside of Giannis and Milwaukee. It's on the coasts, you know. But but uh, in the NFL, it's really. Wow, I'm a, a generational athlete that's making five hundred million dollars. I'm living in Kansas City. <laughs> it's so I just think that's always a little funny. Last team is the Bills, which we've kind of talked about. I have no clue what the Bills do. I think um, they're a good team, duh. But I think Josh Allen is <laughs> Brett. Favre. But I think Josh Allen is Brett Favre two point in terms of he doesn't make as much mistakes as Brett. And he's not sending unsolicited dick pics, and he's not uh, committing uh, mass fraud against this the state that he was born and raised in. But I do, but I think like his recklessness is is still way too much for an NFL quarterback in twenty twenty three. It's it, he makes too many bad decisions, and Brian Dayball coached them out of him. But it looks like Dayball's a special coach, right? Like what he's done in New York. We're going to talk about that in a sec too. But I really don't know what Josh Allen's – what gets better, right? I mean the greatest news that can come out of Buffalo is like, oh, Josh Allen has like a sprained UCL this entire year, right? 
He needs Tommy John. Yeah. He'll be back. He'll be back week one. Because like he played bad this year. Like he turned the ball over so much in the red zone. And he's too reliant on his big arm. And it's phenomenal. Like he has probably the best arm in football, but it's it's still to the point where like I, I was watching this Bengals, the Bengals game, and he threw instead, it was third and four. And instead of the wide open player over the middle, he tried to take a deep shot to Gabe Davis. And it was a good pass. It was not a, it was not like a bad throw or anything. It's just like, why are you taking those risks if you know you're going to punt? Because the coach definitely said, hey, you got one shot here, right? It's not like, hey, we're going to go for it on fourth if you throw an incompletion. If he says that, then fine. But I don't think that's what they said because they punted. So yeah. you had to wide open guy. You had to pick and choose your shots. And it to me is too reckless to ever win anything big. Like, of course, he can go on a run where it's uh where it all comes together, one playoff run, right? The Joe Flacco special. Um, he's better than Joe Flacco, but you know what I'm saying. But it's like the the play to play variance, the game by game variance, the month to month variance of Josh Allen is not a sustainable championship team. It can happen once for sure, but you you sign him to that deal. You want to be a competitor for a very, very long time. And um, like you said about the Bengals, or the, I'm sorry, the Ravens, the AFC East is going to be good next year. I mean, they're going to be a hard division. Now, I think the Bills are the best team, but it's like, say the Dolphins actually get Brady, okay? Say the Jets actually get Rodgers. Patriots will be better because Matt Patricia is no longer <laughs> wearing the play calling headset. And though actually, I think they're going to get DeAndre Hopkins. And their defense is great. So what you have there is four really, really good football teams, right? And I think those yeah. four teams, and people did that with the AFC West, right? With the Broncos, the Raiders, the 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 uh, Chargers, and the Chiefs. The thing is, I think that that division, what happened was, well, number one, Russell Wilson looked like ter- looked like shit. Nathaniel Hackett was terrible. Um, now is the offensive coordinator for the Jets, so maybe that's a sign they're getting Rodgers, or maybe that's a sign they're giving up next season. But you do uh, you go through it, and then and then Josh McDaniels is not a great coach. Derek Carr played bad. Defense gave up a lot of leads. Chargers are Chargers, and the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. You do the AFC East though; it's like okay, the Dolphins are a Tua not being injured away versus getting Tom Brady to being actually a serious team. The Jets are one of the only five teams in the NFL that have a good defense. And the Patriots still have Belichick with a, with also one of the only good teams with the defense. And they're getting rid of Matt Patricia. So it's not going to be easy for the Bills. That's all I'm saying, right? It's not going to be simple for the mm-hmm. Bills. And uh, no, I agree. this was their year, right? Their three losses in the regular season was by three, two, and three points. So they, their three losses were a combined eight points. Or something like that. Eight or nine points. In, yeah, something small. Yeah. And they got blown out at home against the... Uh, <laughs> Against the Bengals. And by the way, did you hear DeMar, DeMar Hamlin is actually dead? Yeah, that was a body double. That actually might be the worst conspiracy theory ever in terms of like how stupid it is. Yeah. You know, um, do you see that video on the podcast? Yeah. He was like, he asked Josh Allen that. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, Kyle. I Brandon, thought that was, whatever. I would have like got off just for like even. Even though he was just asking as a question that people were like, or even if you phrased it in a way where you're like, oh, can you believe? Like, don't even bring that up. That just, like, fuels the fire for, like, 
just the kind of stupid. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, we don't have a following like that. And other podcasts have talked about it, too. But it's like, and the thing is, feeling the fire is terrible. I Nobody that listens to this actually thinks Tamar Hamlin's dead, uh, hopefully. But if you do, please tweet at us. (laughs) We'd love that. If you actually, like, the thing is, if you think, I, I actually believe conspiracy theorists are are the worst people in the world. Like they're just stupid. And the fact that, and this is a problem with social media, like there's a lot of problems, but the main problem is it's allowed them to actually have a voice and find others that agree with them. And now they have a community that is actually dangerous to society, but also just the dumbest human beings that you can imagine. Like they are the, they, I couldn't like, you go through the conspiracy theories people have like Obama's actually not an American citizen. Uh, Demar Hamlin's dead. The Earth is flat. You do all these things, and it's like, dude, your tinfoil hat is the dumbest thing ever. And now they've replaced conspiracy theories with saying I'm open minded. If you, if I hear yeah. somebody saying I'm open minded, you know what that tells me? They're the dumbest people I could talk to, and it's just not even worth conversation conversations and wasting energy on them. But the Demar Hamlin thing is the dumbest thing ever. It's actually the dumbest yeah. thing ever. It, like. Even if you just think about the logistics of faking that somehow, the entire how many team. people would be involved? Yeah, the entire team, his entire family, doctors, nurses, anyone who works at a hospital. Like, there's once you start thinking about all the people that would have to like fake that, it would be like a couple hundred people, maybe. Yeah, who fake that? And also- the ambulance drivers, the maniac yeah. people, uh, the uh, even just like the desk person at a hospital. All those people would know if he actually died. And also, it's Jamar Hamlin. Yeah, he's a backup he safety. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> there. It's not like it's it's insane on its face, but it's also like this player is not the most important to build success. You know, it's not like, oh my. Yeah, God. And what, what, yeah. Well, and if the NFL wanted to fake that, wouldn't they have let the Bills win and win the whole thing? Like, what would be the point of? I mean, it's just it's just so stupid. I mean, you could, and they're like, why can't I just post his face? Why would he owe that to you? You don't deserve that. If you actually think he's dead, why does he have to yeah. say like, "Hey guys, I'm alive. I'm giving, I'm giving, uh, I'm giving credence to this conspiracy theory." No, I would be. Yeah. I, if I'm if I'm Demar Hamlin, I don't show up until next season. Like I just go and yeah. I just go on a vacation, and uh, nobody gets photos of me. That's just, the thing too. A lot of people think that, that like they're owed answers. The yeah, they don't need that's to what know. I think the Earth's flat. Show me it's not. How about you go fly there? How yeah. about you? How how about how about you pay for a private chartered plane? Okay, you and a whole bunch of uh, flat earthers, and you fly to the edge of the earth. Just take just yeah. take a trip out there, <laughs> find it. Yeah, and then yeah, and then they have to build like oh, I would get stops and like they, they're just excuses. Yeah. It's like, yeah, all the world governments are down there, so there's like million or hundred or thousands of people that know that the earth's flat. None of them talk about and it. And you can literally you can take cruises now. So like there's like cruises for like Antarctica, Antarctica and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like Antarctic cruises. So like what all these people who go that are like travel vloggers on YouTube, they're they're lying too. They're just well what, they're, what they're they, deep deep agents of the state. Yeah, they are, yeah. <laughs> what they, what somebody should do is go on one of those cruises, uh hijack a a life a life raft, and then go to the edge of the earth. That's what they should do. But yeah. it's like no. You should, the, is... A CGI artist for Marvel should go there and just like fake videos. <laughs> oh, that'd be great, actually. Jesus, you could become a just billionaire. Like, yeah, and just like really grift it, like just be like a complete grifter, and it would be, and you could just become a millionaire. No, I know. It's it's just uh, 
It's just, yeah. I, I mean, like, what, what are we doing here? Um, what teams okay. are we Vikings. Uh, are we moving? Find someone better. <laughs> find someone better than Kirk Cousins. Oh, okay. We'll we'll do a little quicker. Okay, we're gonna talk about the Lions real quick. They didn't make the playoffs. Lions, they'll be there next year. That's all I'm gonna say. They again, they're like the Patriots of the NFC to me. Way more exciting than the Patriots, but um, they're a team. They're gonna win the. They're gonna win their division next year. Yeah, I want to see those odds. But yes, I like the Lions and the fact that they kept Ben Johnson their offensive coordinator is huge. That's that's uh monumental. I think he is. He will be a head coach next. The year after next. He will be a head coach. He's he's a masterful play designer. Um, you say you want to say anything or no? No. Uh, Seahawks. Okay. Here's the Seahawks. Um, they're gonna run it back with Geno. A good team that kind of fell off at the end. I I've seen places mocking Will Levis to him. I don't like that. I think you run it back with Geno. Someone had a good point about hmm. Will Levis. How there's always. There's two guaranteed great, like, good, like, will be starters in the NFL quarterbacks the entire college season. And then a white guy who's 6'4 and up <laughs> comes out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. And for some reason, it's better than than the other guys. People fall in and love with the people fall in love with the physical traits and the size and the fact that he has a big arm. But it's like, yeah, what I want to see is somebody that's actually good at football. I, don't, I mean, like, that, that might seem too naive because some quarterbacks, I mean, look, uh, Russell Wilson was not great in college. Tom Brady was not great in college. He got binged. Aaron Rodgers was not great in college. But the mass majority of the good quarterbacks in the NFL are really good in college. And Will Levis was fine. Yeah. But it's like he's not he's not awing anybody. Look at like all the people, you know, besides like a couple of them, like how good they were in college. Like they made the playoffs. I can't. I don't remember Kirk Cousins in college, so it's a little too far back. But basically, anyone Michigan came State, out Michigan last... State, Kirk Cousins. Oh, okay, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, but, yeah I mean, no, look, else... look, look real quick. Mahomes was fucking amazing. He was sporadic, but he was great at Texas Tech. Josh Allen played a small college. He was amazing. Like the physical tools are just make Will Levis yeah. look like he's not a not a human. He makes Will Levis look like a baby. Joe Burrow, one of the best college seasons of all time. Trevor Lawrence is is was honestly probably a top five college quarterback ever herbert again physical traits were out of this world he was a good quarterback lamar jackson heisman tua one of the greatest <laughs> college quarterbacks um kenny pickett was really good that that's a questionable one we're still juries out yeah. mac but jones yeah, i'd say guaranteed guaranteed starter yeah mac jones great college career uh, rivaled joe burrow the year before in terms of the stats jets don't have a qb titans don't have a qb deshaun watson um that dumbass Dabble Sweeney called him the Michael Jordan of college football. He was amazing. Beat Alabama in the championship game. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Russell Wilson wasn't great in college. He was fine, but not great. Colts, Texans, no QB. But okay. So the that's only the person AFC. you compare Will Levis to, honestly, is like Daniel Jones. Yeah. You do the like Eagles. In terms of college career. Yeah. You go through this. So again, the Eagles have uh, Jalen Hurts, one of Heisman, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. One of Heisman. Yeah, he won. Uh, started at Alabama, was benched for Tua. Brock Purdy. Yeah, I mean, okay, we're whatever. Yeah, it doesn't Cousins count. again. Michigan State, that was kind of random. Uh Tom Brady, of course, was uh Dak Prescott, fourth round pick. Really good at Michigan or uh, Mississippi State, though. Really good. Uh was in the Heisman talk. He was he I think he beat Alabama one year. Uh Daniel Jones, yeah. exactly what you just said. Geno Smith. 
phenomenal in college. Phenomenal in college. One of my favorite. Yeah, West, <laughs> that West Virginia team with Tavon Austin and stuff that was, was so good. That, dude, the Tavon Austin highlights. Oh, my goodness. Jared yeah, that Goff. Was, that, I thought he was so good. He was going to be so good, and now he is. Yeah, you could do Jared Goff. And now, again, wasn't he had insane stats. You look at his senior or his junior or senior year, whatever, Cal. I think he had 40 touchdowns, like three picks or something. He was such a – Yeah, he was really good. Washington, no QB. Green Rodgers – Again, wasn't great, but still, you you saw you saw it. But he was a highly touted prospect. Yeah, Panthers don't have a QB. Saints don't have a QB. Falcons don't really have a QB. QB, I guess Desmond Ritter, but I don't I don't really consider that. And then uh, Stafford, uh, honestly one one of the biggest arms ever. That Georgia that Georgia uh, those Georgia years were really good. Uh, you have. Uh, Murray with the Cardinals, of course, Heisman winner, and then Justin Fields, who was dynamic at Ohio State. So it's like, yeah, there's like teams that there's like four quarterbacks in the NFL right now that weren't great in college, and all of them were drafted pretty much 10, 10, 15, 20 years ago. So there's kind of yeah, a. So I'm not counting, I'm talking about like you'll see 10 last 10 years. Yeah. Who can you compare them to, really? Daniel Jones. Yeah. That's about it. Mitch Trubisky. And even being as good as Daniel Jones, it's still pretty hard in the NFL. Yeah. Not saying he's like great or anything, but he he was serviceable. But is that what you want out of a maybe a top four or five pick? A serviceable quarterback? You could probably find one of those for cheaper than a top four pick. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm one hundred percent locked up with you. Yeah. You guys can go get Derek Carr for way less than a top four pick. Yeah, so, okay, the Seahawks should not take Will Levis. That's what we're basically saying. That's yeah, Geno is way better than Will Levis will ever be. Yeah. If the Seahawks want to draft somebody, wait till the third or fourth round if Hayden Hooker's there, take him. Um, I'm not yeah, a fan good, of Will like, Levis. I'm not a fan of Anthony Richardson, but at least Hooker, Hayden Hooker actually has some of the intangibles that you're like, yeah, this guy, this guy could be an NFL quarterback. Yeah. And you don't have to draft high. Like R- Anthony Richardson, yeah, that's a good fourth round flyer, but he's going to go in the second round because his his physical tools are so great. He's just a terrible thrower to the football. Like, yeah. The thing and is, a lot of people do this, and they 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 say like, oh wow, you're you're Lamar, right? A lot of people do that with Lamar. Lamar should not have been the the thirty first or thirty second pick in the draft, but there was cause for concern of how he would evolve into the NFL, right? Based on how his game was in Louisville. And a lot of people are doing it with Anthony Richardson, where it's like, well, okay, Lamar won the Heisman, and he was—he yeah. actually was fucking good at throwing the ball. Now he's progressed a lot better in the NFL. Anthony Richardson was a terrible passer; like he was at—he was very inaccurate. It didn't look good, and he didn't win the Heisman. He wasn't a final. Like Man. Lamar was one of the—he played two. He won the Heisman, and then he played the next year. Those two years were some of them. He made Louisville relevant. Yeah. Football. He literally has his he, – he's got his number retired like three years after he left. Yeah. I mean, let's let's not do the – let's not do that comparison, please. Richardson is a good runner. He I don't think he's a quarterback. I don't think he's a starting caliber quarterback. If you're not actually accurate in college, it's hard to develop that unless like – unless something's totally off with your form to where you're able to mask it. I really don't understand how he's going to be – you know, an elite quarterback in the NFL or a starter, but yeah. Um, Seahawks, so they hit on their draft last year. They can hit on it this year. They're going to have a great roster. And I think Geno's fine. I mean, obviously I don't think Geno's going to win a Super Bowl, but it's like, 
you you're setting up you're setting up the the bones of the team to be really good for a long time to come. So up and up. Yeah. The Giants, you mentioned Daniel Jones. If I'm the Giants, I try to move off of Daniel Jones. They're going to give him the contract. That game against the Eagles shows his show, shows his uh, his limits to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is the team that a lot of people said we're going to win three games, and they won nine. They made the playoffs. Dayball's a yeah. genius. Defense is good. Yeah. They have no receivers. I mean, none. Like their best receivers. Uh, what is it? Hodges. Darius Slayton. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but Darius Slayton didn't really show up this year. No, so this is a team where winning nine games is like a legit miracle. And so, hey, I have no clue where they're going to be next year. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs next year unless they they do something. Um, unless they do something like really, unless they get a quarterback. That's better, and maybe some receivers. I mean, you again. We did this with the AFC real quick. The Packers, the line. I think the Lions are in the playoffs next year. Um, you have the Saints. The Panthers are going to get a quarterback. The Rams are going to not be five and twelve next year. So you, you see, like some some teams are going to move out. Right? It's never the same. It's never the same seven or six before, but it's yeah. never the same. So um, this team has some things they have to change, and uh, maybe they do. What's your take yeah. on the yeah. Uh Yeah. Overexceeded might have been due to coaching. Um, but yeah, they need some they need some weapons on that team. Uh, I don't know. You need, need at least... I feel like a team always needs a true number one, and they don't even have like a true number two on this team. So uh, they, they need help. Maybe see what Daniel Jones... I think Daniel Jones has at least earned a couple more years of playing. You can't just move off of him. No, um, unless they can get someone surefire that's way better than him, but I don't think they are. So uh, they're just gonna have to keep keep plugging away. But if if they get some weapons, their defense is actually pretty secondary. It's not very good. So probably get some people there and then see what they can do with that team. Because I mean, it's gonna be easy to get people to want to play for the Giants. You're not the Texans or you know someone like the, the people will come there if they pay them, and their owner will at least pay some people to kind of. He's not the most outwardly spending owner but we'll see i they're 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 just one of those teams that it's just gonna be on the brink of playoffs i think for a while yep. either get in or get out the six or seven no i get that i'm fine with that that's a, that's a good assessment um okay cowboys we're going in order here so the cowboys are 12 and another another situation with like as the chargers and you know, great, probably top five, like uh, maybe maybe a little bit, but uh, like arguably could be a top five, like roster, just terrible chokers. Dak is not that guy. No, he, you can guarantee yeah. him lean a, lean on him to win a, win you a game. But when it goes downhill, I just this this team's just hard to watch. Like the Chargers, they should be way better than they actually are. At some point, this is why I say I like Burrow so much. Burrow's a winner. And that's not something you can watch or coach or anything. But in big moments, who shows up? And one of the reasons that Tom Brady is literally who I think is unanimously the best uh, sports person in the history of sports is in big moments, he shows up. Even when they lose games, it's never him. It's always it's it's people around him that fail. And with Dak Prescott, that's not the case. With Kirk Cousins, that's not the case. 
with uh, what we saw from Herbert. That's not the case. Like, there's winners and there's losers in terms of how people play. I would say, for example, you could do it in basketball, right? A player, Chris Paul, who is a top by pretty much every measure, a top ten point guard. A lot of put put him top ten, top five. He shrinks in the playoffs. He gets hurt in the playoffs and isn't performing the playoffs. And people would say, like, well, he's one of the best leaders in basketball. He's like, obviously, with Chris Paul, you're going to win the playoffs every year. Yeah, but what happens then? With Dak Prescott, they're going to make the playoffs every year. He's a good quarterback. He's a good enough quarterback. He will have a job in the NFL for a very long time. But in big moments, what happens? And for literally our, our entire lives, the Cowboys have, I guess, honestly, Romo and then Dak, right? Before that, it was kind of shaky with who they were starting. But our entire lives, they've had good quarterbacks that just are not winners. And they're not going to move off Dak. They found fall guys, right? Maybe Kellen Moore gets fired. Dan Quinn's back next year. That's good for them. But it's like, this team will make the playoffs next year. They have a lot of talent. They can add on talent. But they're not going to win a Super Bowl. And that's really, that's, they're going to keep being talked about as somebody serious. They can win 12, 13, 14 games. It's all smoke and mirrors. Because what happens in the playoffs, this happens. And uh, and Dak is just not not that guy. He's just not the guy that that is going to be to take a team to the promised land. He's too sporadic. It's Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen is so elite as a as a talent. I think Dak is so elite as a talent. It's just too much. It's too high variance. Their games, right? And obviously, I wish Dallas would have would have uh, lost the week earlier against Tampa for for uh, my uh, my welfare. But it's uh, thing is is he played the best game of his career against Tampa, you know. And then what you see how he played how he played against San Francisco was clueless, incompetent. It was bad. So yeah, I don't know what Dallas does. That's my Dallas take. That's it. I'm Dallas. What'd you say? You're muted. I said I, I said I agree. Oh. Agree with that. Yeah. I it really is offensive because Dallas da- like Brandon, obviously, one of our most loyal listeners, is a huge Cowboys fan, and he's upset about it. But there's no path to being better, right? Like, a lot of people want to do Sean Payton. Sean Payton, whatever team he takes over, right? It's going to be Denver, Charger. No, Chargers aren't in. Denver, Dallas, uh, Arizona. He's interviewing everywhere. All those teams are not going to be changed by Sean Payton. It's not going to happen. And Dallas would be the least changed because Sean Payton's Mike McCarthy. They're the same coach. They have the same accolades. They're the same coach. They've coached elite yep. rosters and failed time over time and time again. It's not changing. And I can tell you right now, with Dak Prescott, you're not winning a Super Bowl. And I guess you could, right? Trent Dilfer has a Super Bowl, you know? But it's like yeah, everything needs to be so good around him. And Dak has a big contract, so that's not going to happen. They have such a good roster. Micah Parsons is... Uh, elite of an elite type linebacker type pass rusher type everything on defense. It just, I don't know if it happens. They need, they have some holes. The holes are easily fillable. They need another wide receiver. They need their secondary to get healthy. I just don't trust them. Dak. I just don't trust them. So yeah. Uh, okay. Tampa, the four seed eight and nine this year. Well, looks like Tom Brady's leaving. Uh, they fired the they fired Leftwich. 
which they were considering doing uh, after their bye week, but they didn't. And we saw that 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 how that handled out. Uh, Todd Bowles is still the coach. They're interviewing people for the OC and the offensive offensive positions. Um, okay, so if Tom Brady's not back, this is going to be a three or four or five win team uh, at max. I'm assuming he won't be back. This team will not make the playoffs. So there's really no future for this team. Todd Bowles is terrible. Left, which was bad. Um, there's going to be a talent drain out of this team due to, well, I mean, a lot of it's getting aged. Like, uh, I, what I believe this team will do is rebuild very quickly. I think if Brady actually does leave, I would be, I would be on the lookout to see if there's trades for Godwin for Evans. Uh, for Levant, David might not be back. Um, a lot of young, a lot of young talent on the team. They're going to keep like Winfield and and Worfs. They'll be back for sure. But it's like the old receivers, especially, and and some of the other players on the defense. I would I wouldn't be surprised if they get moved just just for the the purpose of like let's let's just accumulate draft capital. They have a lot of talent, bad coaching. And they're going to be a talent drain at the most important position quarterback. So um, that's my Tampa. I mean, like what Leftwich and, and Bulls did this year was, it was almost criminal. Brady was so good and his stats don't show it, but it's like, if he wasn't the quarterback there, I think they win three games this year. I really do. Yeah. Did, did you watch <laughs> like they were all four of the wins were when he was down 10 in the fourth quarter. <laughs> It's like, dude, what is wrong? And why did I bet so much money on them against Dallas? I what I expected was the Dallas meltdown that game instead of the instead of San Francisco. That's that's what happened. So, whatever. Enough of sour grapes. But yeah, Tampa. That's my Tampa thing. And one more team. And we're done. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I don't. I think we'll Tom Brady with this team. Uh, we don't need to really worry about them. I think they're expecting that because uh, they kept Todd Bowles. And firing left, which was obvious. I mean, he was terrible, but it's like Todd Bowles should. He's not a good coach. He's not. And it's uh, he's a good defensive coordinator. He's basically Vic Fangio, right? He'll have a job forever. Fangio will get hired this offseason. Um, you, you, there's coordinators and there's head coaches. And I think that Nate, Nat Hackett, Vic Fangio, Todd Bowles, Coordinators, not head coaches. Well, Nathaniel Hackett is a coordinator. Yeah, he is now. But the Jets, <laughs> Fanjo will be the DC of the Dolphins, I think, and I think Todd Bowles will be a Fanjo is a is a good coordinator though. I like him. Oh yeah, no, he's he's great. He's great. He's not a head coach though. Yeah, that's that's a big. It's a big distinction. The head coach and the coordinator. It's a big distinction. Like a lot of people want Kellen Moore to be a head coach. I can tell you right now. Not gonna work out. I could just see it. I could just see it. Um, last team, Minnesota Vikings. Lot like the lot like the Cowboys. I don't care about them with Kirk Cousins. I just don't. They can win the division next year. They were 13 4, which is crazy. They can win the division next year. They can get into the playoffs. Not gonna win the Super Bowl. Kirk Cousins and Dak, they're the same quarterback. They are. You look at the stats, you'll get everything. How they play, 
in big moments is the same. And so, yeah, that's really all I have to say about the Vikings. Justin Jefferson's the best receiver I have watched since Randy Moss and maybe Calvin Johnson. Like those are the two. Those are my three that I have been alive and watching in terms of like their primes. Randy Moss, Calvin Johnson, Justin Jefferson. Uh, You're just wasting them, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. That's the Vikings for me. Sorry, Darian. I agree. Sorry, Darian. This suck. Sorry. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. 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 Fuck you, da- fuck you, Darian. Darian goes to every single cracking game. I see that a lot. Yeah, it's a fun time. I guess I had a good time. Um. Yeah, I okay. like him. I actually that might be my favorite sport. Live. Yeah, hockey's fun as hell. Um. Okay. Last thing, and we're done, is basketball, right? Your Kings, light the beam. Uh, it needs light to be permanently led, honestly. They're gonna they're they're gonna be great. By the way, Sabonis should have been an all-star starter. Um yeah. over Zion. Russell Westbrook averages a <laughs> triple double the world comes to the end, but European does it and they hate him. Sabonis is great. I still think they should have traded Fox instead of Halliburton, but Fox has been good. But I mean Halliburton's uh I think if you have Halliburton and Sabonis, you're you're gonna win a title in two or three years. That's honestly what I would say. But Fox is good, but it's like uh the thing is the NBA, they have a huge problem and they have to figure it out. Players resting. Um, it's been talked about on a lot of podcasts recently. Players resting should not be allowed anymore. Um, if it is allowed, only at home games. The fact that they do this on road games. When people spend money, to, yeah, to because watch they, people. they all have dynamic ticket pricing, right? If I want to watch LeBron James, it's going to cost me two hundred dollars a ticket to go to an, a road game. If I'm say I live in uh, say I live in um, Cleveland, well, yeah, Cleveland, duh. But it's like okay, even like say I live in Toronto, Atlanta, oh, Toronto, yeah, and I want to see LeBron James play. It's going to cost about two times more than if I want to see Charlotte play, and yeah. They don't announce ahead of time, hey, you buy this ticket, LeBron's not playing this one. No, it just happens before the game. And people are doing all these types of like solutions, 72 games, it's still rest. The truth is, the teams, they, you cannot do this. Like It has to be done. It has to be not allowed. If you're resting a player, um, it, it, you know, it's it's got to be at home, and there has to be a penalty. Like it ha- You have to yeah. get fined. Like, if you're, if you're, an injury is an injury, but it's like Jimmy Butler didn't play in that heat game. And a lot of people are like, well, look at that kid, right? With that sign. Well, that, that family turned out to be scammers. But the truth is if I bought tickets to the heat game and I want to see Jimmy Butler against Jason Tatum and a rematch of the Eastern conference finals. And then 20 minutes before tip off, Jimmy Butler's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not playing. Guess what? If that's game six of the Eastern conference finals, guess what? Jimmy Butler's playing. Yeah. Could you imagine if other sports, not did this? other sports did this? I understand it's 82 games. It's not football, right? If you rest in football, it's like there's you, you got four months at this, uh, four, four cracks or 16 cracks at this. But it's, baseball, they rest players. And I understand basketball is more physical than baseball. But it's like you kind of under, you kind of can predict the baseball rest if you play, if you're Otani, right? He pitches a game. He's not going to play the next day. Yeah. Pit. Yeah. He won't, he yeah. won't, he'll be out of the lineup. They're he a little won't. more easier to. You can predict it. And the, what the NBA is doing is not trying to attract fans. They don't want yeah. fans. And it's insane to me because I love this is, NBA season's great, but the rest has been insane. It's like 
Why would I ever want to watch the Clippers play? Why are they getting national TV games when Kawhi is like, I'm not going to play tonight? All the time. All the time. It's like, get get out of here. So that's my final thing on this podcast. It's like, I've watched so much NBA basketball and yeah. mostly, well, mostly hockey, national yeah. hockey plays the same amount. Yep. Hockey plays the same amount. They don't, they don't, they, it's just as physical, if not more physical than, than much football. Much more physical. Much yeah, more it's physical. just, and it's, and they're running, I mean, skating, basically running, but they're doing just as much endurance as, you know, basketball players are doing, even though they switch off lines every, every once in a while, but still they're, Dude, they're out there throwing out their bodies for 82, 82 games. Those How much do they rest? When's their rest? rest? Do they do they get a days off? Just a day off on a, a random team. Yeah, but they still no. They still do play. They do. They still do back and they do and they do back to backs too. They do road game back to backs. They and they do usually do like way longer road games. Too. You, like, you can use, you can use like, like soccer, like European soccer, as a formula. But really, what NBA should do is they should say. You are playing three day, three games a week. You're playing three games a week every week for 20 weeks or whatever, whatever the whatever it ends up equaling out to 26 weeks, whatever 82 equals out to. You're saying that, yeah. and you're saying if you rest a player, you're being fined. And if that player continues to rest due to load management or whatever, and it's not an actual injury, and they're gonna they're gonna take advantage of this, you're gonna find picks. You're losing your first round pick. Like you cannot do this. Like Players, fans are buying tickets. If I went to an Oilers cracking game and there was no indication that Connor McDavid got hurt the day before and he's like, I'm just not playing, that makes the game pointless. Refund my ticket. If I go to a... Yeah. Because yeah. Oilers game tickets are more expensive because people want to see him play. Yeah. If I see LeBron and LeBron... And by the way, he doesn't rest much, but if I'm like... If I'm on the East Coast and I'm like, wow, this is literally one of the last times I could see LeBron. Those tickets are so expensive. I'm at 76ers game. And they're like, yeah, LeBron's not going to play today. Refund that ticket. That's It's it's a complete joke what the NBA is doing. And the thing is, I'm I, like I said earlier about Lamar, I'm pro player as as a lot of people. I'm not I'm not saying I'm the most pro player person ever. I think that the players get a lot of the benefits no, and they deserve they're still them. rich. They're still yeah. rich millionaires. Yeah. It's not like it's not like they're they're factory workers. But it's the thing is like the NBA yeah. will have a lockout in the next CBA and it's well deserved. And the players are going to get absolutely shafted because of how how prima donna they are. They don't play enough games. They ask out and get traded anytime they want with no with no penalty. It's it's gonna end up being bad for the NBA players, and it's rightfully so. Like you don't see this in other sports, you don't see this in 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 football at all. Like a player requests a trade, honestly, like very very rarely, and typically it's 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 like and and even less rarely that they actually get traded too. Yeah, and it's like every time they don't kick rocks, bud. And I I love watching basketball. It's like it's one of my favorite sports to watch. But it's like it's becoming harder and harder because it's legit just pickup teams every year. And it's like, I want out. I'm going to get my way out. I'm not going to play it that much. I'm going to play in the playoffs, obviously, but the regular season doesn't matter to me. And it's so, so common. And it's, it's, it's getting like, it's going to, what's going to happen is there's not going to be an NBA season in a couple of years. There's going to be a lockout. And, the only people the players can blame is themselves and everybody on the, in, in like media and stuff is going to be like owners want too much. I don't think that's actually the case here. I think that the NBA is by 
far. Like it's not close. Like the MLB when they did their little when they did the COVID lockout, basically, or was it last year when when they didn't cr- agree to CBA and there was like a chance of the season? It was last year, right? I think it was, I think it was last year. Yeah, it was last yeah. Year. And the thing is, um, the players got a pretty good deal there, but it's like the NBA. The players got such a good deal. The contracts are getting higher and higher, right? You're going to see players getting 50, 60, 70 million a year because of their TV rights. If I if if I'm a fan and I know that my fair player is making 70 million a year and I'm I don't live in the city and I go to a game and they're not playing, it's like you're getting paid basically a million dollars a game, close to. And you're just yeah, going to rest if you, one if of you're these resting, days. Like Kawhi. <laughs> yeah. It, it's to the point where it's that's like the thing. Though. That's my that's my gripe of, of yeah, and it's, it's like I love the sport. Look at the fucking Kings. How much does the bonus rest? How much does Deion Fox rest? They play and they're the three seed because of it. The one seed is the yeah, Nuggets. They play all their players play. The the Celtics. Yeah, all the all their it's players all the play. Big market teams. When I and not when besides I thought, the Celtics, it's a lot of big market teams. I could never that, like I don't play believe. their players because they know people are gonna show up. What the Warriors did against Cleveland. Where they rested all their starters, basically besides Jordan Poole, they won that game, which is insane. That is like actually like so shitty to Cleveland fans that it's like, hey, five like two hours before tip off, Curry, Clay, Draymond, uh, Looney, they're all out. Have fun. Yeah, because I mean, have fun. Yeah, normal people, like you, you're gonna go to that game and like all together, like at bare minimum, like ticket, food, drinks, and stuff. You're gonna be spending like gas, like. 200 bucks, even if you get cheap tickets. Dude, yeah, like minimum, you're spending 200 bucks. That's where it's actually like a joke because that's a lot of money to some people. Yeah. Like, like, like that, that's like, that might be the only game they're able to go to that entire year. And they saved up money so they're capable to watch Curry and then they don't even fucking show up. And like, I, I used to be like, like, oh, well, they could, they could rest their players. But then I remember they're fucking all millionaires that I care about, like, that are resting. So I don't really give a shit. They, should, problem, they should play. The biggest problem to me is like, I think people don't understand. Uh, in a real sense that like not everybody can go to every game and a lot of these people are ultra fans of a certain team or player and a hundred dollars two hundred dollars whatever x amount of dollars is not nothing for for a lot of people especially families right if i'm a kid if i'm a little kid and it's like i really love john morant and he's my favorite athlete in the world and I go to a game, and it's like, yeah, he's not going to play. Well, my family just yeah. says mom, dad, and me, we just got $600 for the tickets. We're staying in a hotel in downtown X city, and he's not going to play. And it's like, we just it's a $1,000 thing for something that ends up being and worth then, nothing. Yeah, and then think of like the future sense of that too, not just like the short-term like loss of that money. You probably just lost a fan, maybe a kid now that doesn't give a shit about like kids. I feel like don't maybe don't care about sports as hardcore because there's so many things they can be into nowadays. It's like maybe you just lost an NBA fan forever. Yeah, like that's the he, problem. Like, he didn't get to see his player. Like it, it's even short term, it sucks. And long term, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt the sport too. I feel like the NBA. Oh I yeah, like they hockey, don't care about fans. Hockey is like getting way more popular in America. Soccer is getting more popular, and NFL is gonna be. It's popular because it's it is what it is, and it's just popular here in America. But like basketball is not going to be a guarantee. Baseball, I feel like, is getting more popular. I it's like having a resurgence, but it's like NBA is not going to be guaranteed the number two spot forever. 
No. It it's, it's it died not. off in like the it like died off for a while after Jordan. After Jordan yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, and then picked back up like with, you know, Kobe. It, sound, it sounds bad, but it's like the entitled superstars are it's it's out of control. It's actually out of control. And the thing is is uh what will happen is a lockout and the players getting screwed. And guess what? That does not affect the players that are resting. That won't affect Kawhi. That won't affect DeMar De- or not Jesus DeMar DeRozan, Jimmy Butler, sorry. It won't affect LeBron. What it will affect is the rest of the players, the ones that aren't the stars that actually don't sit out. <laughs> yeah. And th- what they do, yeah, it's, the same with the NFL. it's the same with the NFL uh, PA when, when they organize their new CBA. Guess what? Aaron Rodgers was like, we can set out this year. But the player that has a three-year deal, his life or his life expectancy, his, his NFL career expectancy is three years. You can't sit out. You can't lose yeah. the season. You can't lose yeah. the one point two million. That's like actually like your earning years. And one point two million is amazing, but it's like you can't like if if you have a three-year expectancy in the NFL, you can't lose that. If you're in the NBA and you're like the seventh guy or the eighth guy on the bench, you know you're making salary minimum. You can, yeah, it's you good money. Honestly, but you can it's live not gonna last forever. <laughs> yeah, you could, you can strike a season and you probably will be fine unless you're living way out of your means. Same with the NFL, but it's still in the same way. It's like if you make 500,000, you're probably living a lifestyle that's equivalent to that. And you can't just say, like, okay, I'm going to keep living this with zero income. I'm going to go play in Greece for yeah, a year. And it's, it's like, it, it's, yeah, what, those guys that are like the eight through 12, like they, they might only get like, in the NBA, they might get like maybe maybe the same amount of time. So it's like what? So cool, yeah, you made five hundred thousand dollars for three years, but yeah. at one point five million like, through the rest of your life. They're not the ones that the are rest like, of your life when you're twenty six, twenty seven. It's not going to last you forever. Exactly, and I just what I wish is what I wish is they just had penalties for resting, which will happen. But it's also the thing is like the the qual the quality. These are nationally televised games, some of them. And then you're like, okay, yeah. the ESPN's paying X amount of dollars. TNT's paying X amount of dollars. And they're like, okay, we're going to have Phoenix play Dallas. That happened tonight. Now, Luca got hurt in the first quarter. But it's like, say Luca's like, ah, I'm not going to play tonight. There's no consequence. There's no yeah. consequence. It's like, yeah, we just it should be a fine. And then constantly, if it keeps happening, like you're saying, like, or if they if they're found to be faking medical things like the loss of draft picks, we're paying a billion dollars for the CV package over ten years. Um, it's the biggest sporting event on in the night. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna play tonight. I'm kind of sore yeah. from uh from the calf massage I got two days ago. Yeah, that's the thing, a, too. there's so many. They need to stop doing national televised games for teams too like maybe i can lose some revenue for doing that because like the kings have zero nationally televised games this year that are scheduled i know they're gonna they're gonna end up getting some right but it's like yeah no, yeah they're gonna get some but they're, they're scheduled for zero yeah no <laughs> it's, it's like it's, teams it's, that actually they should be showing those games like them playing you know like uh i don't know like the, the nuggets or you know those kind of games should be like televised when yep. they're playing the the celtics or you know when they're playing like Teams that actually show up every night, like those teams, should be on national television TV. I don't want to watch the freaking, I don't even know, 76ers versus Nets, and like three guys are out on both, exactly. like three guys combined. Like Kevin Durant's like, ah, oh, I'm not gonna play, and Joel Embiid's like, oh, I'm not gonna play. Or James Harden's out, like, 
I, I don't want to watch a game. It kind of was like that, the next 76ers game, where you have Seth Curry versus Tyrese Maxey. Love Tyrese Maxey, great player. Mm-hmm. Not a superstar yet. Um, you know, I don't want to see those guys being the, the high scorer. I don't want to see <laughs> Tobias Harris going off. You know, I, I want to see James Harden. I want to see Joel Embiid. They did play that game. I'm just more using that as an example. It was just like, you know, like they just didn't play. I don't think Kevin Durant played that game. I think he's injured, though, actually. No, no, sure, exactly, though. exactly. I, I'm right there with you. I mean, it, it's going to hit a breaking point when the next CBA is discussed and everybody that's complaining about it, which rightfully so. They'll be they'll they'll end up winning because the thing is, um, it's gonna it's not it's gonna stop being a thing. If you want to grow the game and the superstars aren't playing, you're not gonna grow the game. No. Again, we're 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 doing the, we, what we just discussed is like yeah, the eight through twelve guy on the bench is is who's gonna suffer the most out of this, but nobody's going to watch um, uh uh nobody's going to watch Pritchard, you know. Yeah. Even his family's not going to watch him. Yeah, they're they're going to the game because he's there. They're like, oh, we're gonna pick the games we go to. You know, I mean, Brock Purdy's family went to the San Francisco uh, Tampa game only because they bought tickets to see Tom Brady. Real, real, (laughs) real thing, by the way. His first career started. They had tickets already to see to watch Tom Brady play the Forty (laughs) Nineers. I'm not even getting it, but uh, yeah, it's like it's like come on. But so okay. That's a that's a little uh a little aggression at at the NBA. And I I watch so much basketball, but it's like every night I turn on the game and it seems like one of these nationally televised games which are marquee matchups, right? We're looking at Boston versus 76ers, we're looking at uh Lakers versus Clippers, we're looking at uh Dallas Suns. We're looking at all these teams that are that that are like national brands and every time, almost every time there's somebody out that's impactful, and it's not in the terms of like, wow, this guy's like a long-term injury. It's like, yeah, they don't want to play tonight. Kind of sore. <laughs> and good, by the way, the NBA is just killing their brand, and everybody's complaining about this now because it's a thing. LeBron's 40 years old almost, and he's playing every game unless he's actually hurt. Now, I understand like he's 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 going for the scoring title, but it's like, okay. If LeBron's scoring 40 points a game and he's resting on back-to-backs, that's fine. But it's like, he's not even doing that. He's playing the back-to-back. Yeah, but he's 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 earned that. <laughs> yeah, he's earned that by playing so much all these years. And it's like, the NBA has a... He's been basically year. playing 20 years straight. <laughs> yeah. Say we're playing three games a week, and if you rest, you're getting punished. Because right now, there's no punishment. Just do that. But that that's my that's my fix. Do it like, do it like um, um, Euro- European soccer leagues. Because I think like, in Europe, you're playing two, some very rarely three games a week. It's typically two. If you're if you're if you're the NBA, you do that, and that that that's my whole fix. So, um, Steve, I think that's good on this podcast. It's a little long one. Yeah, turn, turn off the camera. You're you're out of here. I see. <laughs> uh, okay, my boy. Hey, we'll be back after. The, we'll be back next week. We might do a potpourri show, so I might actually have people email us questions because it's the weekend between the Super Bowl. But if not, Super Bowl week. We'll probably be back next week. Okay, okay. See you, Steve. Fuck you, Benny. Um, God, let's have some good games this weekend. It's a great weekend. Four best teams. Uh, See you, Steve. Peace.